This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Welcome to Among the Stacks. This is Amanda. And this is Mariah. And we're here today to talk about library happenings, um, different things going on, and the books we're reading. Yes. Um, it's been really We've been really busy the last uh, week or so. Spring break. Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> last week was exhausting, but in such a good way. Um, it, it really was. And, and we also came off of a conference. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that just added to it. And then First Friday. <laughs> yes. First Friday was so fun. It's First Fridays are back. If you don't know what that is, um, Starting in April, and I think it lasts all the way through the end of the year in December, yes. but we partner with the Heart of Scottsville and different businesses around um, our community, and they come up, and it's like a little mini festival. Yes. So every, the first Friday of every month, um, they usually have some type of theme that they're doing, and this month is um, Child Abuse Prevention Month. That's what yes. April represents. And, you know, we love kids here at the library, and we believe that no child deserved deserves to be neglected no. or put in danger or harm. And we just want to make sure that we know that the kids know that they are awesome. So we had yes. a lot of fun activities for them. Mariah, I think you took on the brunt of that night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're swamped. We we decided since it was April we were gonna get these little terracotta pots and I was like oh we'll paint them it'll be fun and you guys got the dirt and the bean seeds and mm-hmm. and the kids were having fun and putting dirt and burying their little bean and then we bought these wooden handle like sponge painter things with flowers and hearts and stars and I had this I had this idea that it was just going to flow smoothly had the plates out all the little and it was no. chaos <laughs> there were sponges that were everywhere and rainbow and kids were just yeah. going and I was like oh my goodness yeah but they had a blast I had a blast they had so much fun yeah we had yes. the the message that we received from the public after the event they were just yeah. really you know grateful for the programs and the things we had put together for them and um we had a great turnout. I mean, I want to say we saw over 200 people Absolutely. Um, that evening. We had enough materials to supply for 50 kids. But yes. when you think about the parents bringing them and their grandparents, and mm-hmm. I'm walking around afterwards, milling around, talking to the to the community. Absolutely. We were able to see and reach over 200 people Friday night. And that's just a wonderful thing. Yes. So. And, and I love advocating for the library. I, oh, yeah. I love telling people what we offer, what we do. And it was just a great night for that because the it weather was. was perfect. Nobody a was a little in a hurry. chilly, but not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for all the parents that went home and was trying to get that paint out of their kids' jackets. <laughs> so I was like, I, yeah. I'm. I told y'all to roll your sleeves up. I can do yeah, no more. That's right. That's right. No, I think it was all in good fun. It was a great evening. Um, But yeah, spring break is come and gone already. Um, I just had, I just finished my homeschool program and it was so, the weather is perfect. I told the girls this morning, I was like, you know, 
I just can't stand being inside anymore. We're going to have our program outside today. And we only had four show up for homeschool program, which was very strange. And I'm going to blame it on this beautiful weather. Absolutely. But the four that did come, we did chalk art outside on on the pavement, and we played with bubbles. And it was like pulling teeth trying to get the kids to pack up and leave today. So it's like. We got to go. But, no, I just love the weather that we've got going on right now. And yes. Just lots of fun things happening. Um, you've got a book club coming up in the next couple of weeks, Mariah. What's coming yes. up on your book club? So Is that the, next week, actually? Next week. The third Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, uh, already. We have a evening book club called There's a Mystery at the Library. And it's for mystery, murder, suspense lovers. And we read a different book this time. It's called Celine. It's written by Peter Heller. And I did not go know going into this book that Peter Heller was basically writing this book for his mother. Celine okay. is what his mother was in real life. Um, an upper crust um, socialite who becomes a private detective. Mm-hmm. So it was basically reading two novels. We had the mystery part that Celine was trying to solve, but we also were getting all this background on this lady. And I'm like, I don't need to know all this. <laughs> so I was so confused. And I'm like, I know the people that are reading this in the book club are feeling the same way. And uh, so I talked to Jamie about it because she had read it. And she goes, oh, 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 oh. No, Peter was just writing this to let his mother know how much oh. he appreciated her. And I was like, great. great. So next month, we've, we've got a good mystery. It's it, Ruth Wears. So she's not going to let us down. Yeah. It was a great book. I, I enjoyed the character, Celine. I think she's a really cool person. But it, it, it was different. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I was struggling a little bit. Well, when you have these preconceived notions of what you're expecting to yes. read and then things turn sideways or just it's not quite as you imagined it, it does right. kind of, you know, put a damper on your fizzle. So exactly. I can understand that. <clears throat> now, are you going to be starting a book club for the in-betweens? So my in-betweens group is so fun. I've got these 10 to 12-year-old kids, and they're just goofy and funny, and, (laughs) you know, I just love them to death. But we are going to be starting um, this, it's called an in-between book club for the things that we don't, whenever we don't have much to do, it's going to be our in-between time. So in-between this time of working and doing and helping Miss Amanda with programs and book displays, we are going to have a little mini in-between book club. and. We voted, we voted on our favorites. The kids said um, stipulations because they gave me stipulations. They said, Miss Amanda. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, this group is fun. <clears throat> they said, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to read a book that's got some type of movie or TV show that goes along with it because we just need some kind of reward after doing all this reading. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea. Right. So um, we gave, I, you know, the week previous, I pulled out several titles. Um, that did have a corresponding media-related thing to watch okay. afterwards. <clears throat> and the vote was decided we're going to watch or read first. We've got to read the book. Um, the Bad Beginning, which is book one of the series of unfortunate events by Lemony Snicket. Yes. And um, just so I can uh, get a prelude of this, because I haven't read the series, 
me and my little t- almost two-year-old have been reading Lemony Snicket every <laughs> night. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and it is so fun. Like, I have watched the television series. Yes. Um, with, uh, what is his name? Neil Patrick Harris. I love him. I do, too. So. And, and it's a great, it's a great series. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Ne- the whole yeah. series is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we're going to opt and just do the movie version of that because. With Jim Carrey. You know, with yeah. Jim Carrey, which Jim Carrey's creepy, um, but it's a, it's a, <laughs> I just, that's my personal opinion on that. Um, but um, I think it's going to be great. The kids are excited to start that. And Miss Chelsea's got those interlibrary loans on the way. So awesome. very soon we're going to start a little in-between book party, which is going to be great. That um, is But I'm looking wonderful. forward to that. Yes. Uh, and. When I started the book club, of course, I, you know, I've said this in the past, it came from Charlene Harris's Aurora Tea Garden uh, mm-hmm. character because she had a murder mystery book club and uh, it was a little different. Somebody dies in the book club and we don't want that. And uh, right. So I just went into it thinking if, if this works, it works. And I have got a great group of people that come every You have month. got. Your yes. group of people, I love your group only because it's just, you know, you've got a smorkishborg of people. And I'm oh, saying that yes. in the most polite way. They are awesome. They're all different. Their personalities are unique. Yes. And they're not your run of a meal, just, you know, regular library patrons. And I just, right. I love all our library patrons, but just saying your group is so eclectic and yes. unique and different. And they're so accepting of each other. Yes. And I think you've really got a great community to come oh, into your group. So I, I'm proud I of am, you. Yeah, thank you so much. I even got a person who does not enjoy reading murder mysteries <laughs> i know and she's always so excited yes. to tell you everything that's going on yes so if you want to be part of a great group of people i would <laughs> highly recommend you come into miss mariah's um, there's a mystery at the library book club Thank there's you. one more book club to mention and that's yes. the books on the square book club also taking place next week the third tuesday of the month and they're going to be showcasing our director's book i believe yes um every window filled with light by sheila stovall so yeah you still have time to grab a copy of that if you mm-hmm. want to read that and then discuss that book with the audience next week. Yes. It's, I'm it's, sure Sheila's got lots to say about her, her wonderful <laughs> book that she has written, and everybody seems to enjoy that. Read, they they so. really do. Uh, mm-hmm. You always hear good things. That's awesome. Yes. It's like we're smart or something, you know? I'm like, know. wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, All right, let's move on to books real fast. You yes. got something else real fast? I Are do. You good? I got okay. a, we, the library got a grant. Mm-hmm. So starting in July, we're going to have art programs once a month, one for youth, one for adults. And awesome. we're going to, yes, we're going to use this, this money and this meeting time to um, learn about different using different materials besides just painting. I would love to do some kind of mosaic sometime, the bleeding tissue, Mm -hmm. you know, just all because we have the money now. Right. To to do some different types of art. So So if you have an idea, I guess the public, if they've got any ideas, they can drop you a line and let you know that their Mm -hmm. thoughts too. That would be awesome. I'm going to get with Chelsea and see about maybe doing a survey. Yeah. Put that it would on be great. On a Google Doc, and we yeah. can put that out there and get some feedback. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> <clears throat> All, right. All right, let's get on to what we're reading. Yes. 
Um, I'll go first. Okay. I've got a book I just finished recently, and it's been um, some well accepted, and then some people are just like, I can't get into it. <laughs> um, but I thought it was just interesting. It's called The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. I believe that's how you say her okay. last name. Um, it's one of these uh, Read with Jenna book club books. And I'll be honest, anything I've read in this book club, um, you can find it on, I think it's Jenna, is it Jenna Bush Hagar and Hoda? that have their TV show. Okay. So they've got that TV show and she's got this um, book club and any book that I have read in this book club has been really good, Uh, but it's called the measure Nikki Ehrlich. And the premises of the story is it's following eight people. Now I know a lot of characters can be overwhelming to some, and I think that might be some of the negative feedback I've heard from the story. But what happens is it's an ordinary day. You're making your cup of coffee in the morning. You're getting your kids ready for school. You're going about your business. And in this one day, anybody who was over the age of 22 years old received a box on their front porch stoop. Okay. And within the box, within the box was a length of string. This length of string would be the measure of your life. So if you had a, if you had a short string, you, you know, were having, you know, a short life. If you had a long string, you would have a longer life. You had some people who were curious about their strings and they wanted to know um, if they would have a long or short life, but you had some people who didn't want to know um, what the fate of their life might be. It doesn't, the the measure of the string doesn't tell you how you're going to die. Um, it just kind of gives you a time frame of when you will. Um, so isn't that <laughs> kind of creepy? Yeah. Um, so it's just that shock factor, you know, like if you, if that happened and it didn't just happen in one community, it happened worldwide. So people were getting all of these boxes um, within the same time period. And then whenever you came of age at 22, you would get this box um, as well. Ugh. So you've got these, you know, you've got, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of different scenarios that it went through. You had um, different couples um, that were newly together, newly engaged. Um, You had some that some people who hadn't found their person yet. You had a couple that may be going into the military. You had politicians. You had a big group of just different scenarios to look at from their perspectives. And so you're just wondering, how is this going to feed this person? And how is it going to, I mean, does it change you emotionally? Of course it does. Um, So anyway, it's just a heavy read. Um, It was a good read. I listened to the audio book and whoever did that audio, I should have kept up with that, but I didn't. But the person reading that did a really good job. But I did. I would recommend. I, I would recommend it. It was called "The Measure" by Nikki Ehrlich, and it oh, was very good. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would. Would you want it. open your box? No, Mariah? I would not open my box because <laughs> I'm a little spastic anyway. So yeah. if I got a short string, my grandmother died at 54. My mom died mm-hmm. at 59, mm-hmm. and it would just it would devastate me. Because right, that's I what had, I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, I if I like I run off of, I'm just going to live in the day. You know, like right. I don't want to have to foresee and have this looming over me that you know my string is 
Exactly. Short, and the way that they had, you know, there were studies, you know, this was an experimental thing and scientists were studying. The string could not be cut. The string could not be manipulated in any uh, way. This string, where did the strings come? Who knows? Who, but like, yeah, people are trying to burn their strings. People are trying to whatever. Yeah. And then you've got people who are, they're called, they're, they, they're called short stringers. So if you're a short stringer, you're automatically put in this different stereotype and like you're not as good because you're going to be spastic and you're going to have these rash decisions, but they weren't, I mean, and in a way you can, can, you can kind of compare it to racial segregation because you have these short stringers all of a sudden are put in this totally separate field and they're Uh not looked at. As, as just being people right and they're they're looked at as being a problem and they weren't given any other choice yeah. you know this is just what was given to them and so uh, anyway it was pretty oh, powerful the, I, oh i don't know if i could do it amanda it's good it's called um but um the, the stories within there was hard things yeah um but and even at the end, there was just different things that hurt. You know, it just hurts your right. heart to know what these characters were going through. But um, I don't know. I oh, wow. It. I don't know. I'm a little strange, though, but I, I did you like it. It was are... called. Oh. I know. I have, I'm a weird. My, my next one's going to get you. You'll love my next one. Um, but, yeah, The Measure oh. by Nikki Ehrlich. Okay. Read it. It was Ooh. good. I no, liked it. I'll have Benji read it, and he can tell me. <laughs> Yeah, let Benji know. Tell tell Benji Miss Amanda says you yeah. would love it. Yeah. All right. What do you have to recommend? Okay, so. Or to talk about, whatever you want to do. This book, What Have We Done by Alex Finley. It is, um, of course, a murder mystery because that's what I, that's, that's who I am. So you're, again, it's a multiple character book. It's five, you're following five people, uh, mm-hmm. a rock star a federal judge, a, a contract killer, a tech guru, and a TV host. Oh. What you find out, yeah, all over the board. What you find out is these five people were in a children's home in Pennsylvania when they were teenagers. Is this Wick? Is it Wick? Is this John Wick? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm thinking no. Children's Home with John Wick. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Keep no, talking. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, what? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> although I'm looking forward to the new John Wick movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they did something while they were at this children's home that now they're having to pay for. Mm. They were put in a horrible position being teenagers, they handled it horribly, but they thought it was the only way that they were going to save one of them. Hmm. So now you, you've got people leading their lives, people that have put that behind them. They're, they're going on with their, their, their careers, their families and things. And now they're, they're running for their lives there's been murder attempts there's mm. you know and it's it it's a really good book because last night because when I go to bed I sit on 15 minutes mm-hmm. I do the audio mm-hmm. and I'm like oh gosh this is a really good part but I was like you got to go to bed it's like 11 30 so this morning I didn't have to come in until noon so I'm laying there and I'm like hmm, 7 30 I, I could get up but I'm gonna listen to a little bit of my book for an hour and 20 minutes, I laid in my bed. 
I finished this book. Oh, it was good. so good. It what have we done? It, it's a very good book. If you like a good twisty thriller mystery, you'll like it. Awesome. Yeah. And the and it was multiple <clears throat> narrators, so the okay. voices were really good and yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. I like you love a good murder mystery and I do too. Yes. Sometimes I have to switch it up though, and I have switched it up with my next book. You ready? Yes. Smoke Gets in Your Eyes and Other Lessons from the Crematory by ah. Caitlin Dowdy. So this is a nonfiction book. If you've read um Stiff I have by, what's her name? Mary Roach. Yes. If you've read Stiff by Mary Roach, you'll like yes. this. Um I have always been fascinated with like forensic science, especially when it comes to finding out why people have died and that, that criminal pathology thing. Right. I think it's fascinating. I think I've got some like criminal, not, I'm not a criminal, but I like, <laughs> <laughs> I have got um, people in my family who have served in different roles um, in the criminal defense system. So like my Paul was chief of police and a police officer, and he worked in the FBI, and uh, my grandpa was a police officer. My dad used to be a jailer. My cousin is a parole officer. We just got this line of, you know. Yes, yes. You know. Your people. Of the, I thought they're my people. Um, but I love just that field. Uh, but this is... In particular, um, not talking about, like, um, a medical examiner's job. It's talking about, you know, the jobs that take place within a funeral system. In, okay. In a, and this is the crematory side of things. Okay. Um, which I have, I know. So I have never had any real experience with mm-hmm. knowing many people who have been cremated. I know, Mariah, you have. My um, mom, so this yes. Was, yeah. yeah, so this is like a learning, you know, I'm really learning about this and I love what Caitlin has tried to do with this book and she's really talking about just how expensive and unfair funeral home services can be for people because um, at the hardest point in somebody's life they're really yes. having to dig in their pockets to make sure that protocols are being um practiced but mm-hmm. it's also just i mean it's a business now um she goes it, back it in history Yeah, Mm -hmm. she goes back in history and talks about different cultures and what they've done over time. And like with the Egyptians, it took 70 or 90 days, you know, for one body to be um, not cremated, but mummified. Right. And this the the ceremonies that took place to honor that individual were now, you know, two or three days after somebody dies, they're cremated or in the ground. And there's not that love or value and trying to honor that person as mm-hmm. much anymore as it used to be and I know it's just the times that it, you know the change in times right and, and our population has soared and all of that mm-hmm. and that's just we have to accommodate for those differences um, but she goes in to really detailed so if you don't like anything you know, I'm not <laughs> going to say gory but upsetting right uh, it might not be the book for you but she goes into the crematory process yes. um and how the body reacts to the fire and all of that mm-hmm. and even the processing of the bodies from the weight so they're going yes. to take the heaviest people first and then they'll go down to the smallest the babies the children last right and she gives the reasoning behind that wonderful but every, 
But every chapter talks about a specific yeah. thing that's taken place within this funeral home um, but th- with this crematory. And then she goes back in history and reflects on why this is the way it is based off of cultural differences and things. So it that, was interesting. I'll have to read that because, you know, I didn't know anything about how cremation happened, what they had to yeah. do and things like that. Yeah. Until mom passed away. So mm-hmm. I, and a lot of people might say it's a little morbid, but I, I developed a fascination to mm-hmm. want to build my knowledge mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. And, and so funny you mentioned Caitlin. I've actually read a book by her in the past. Okay. And it was called, Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs? Oh, okay. I okay. think you talked about that one, didn't you? Yes. And it's, she is so wonderful because what that book is based on is she goes around and does seminars where okay. children can ask uncomfortable questions that their oh, parents okay. don't necessarily know, know how to answer. Right. And one of the questions a child asks her, because, you know, you hear those horror stories, you die mm-hmm. and your pets mm-hmm. eat you or whatever. Mm-hmm. This child had said, if I die in my home, will my cat eat my eyeballs? You know, and I bet she answered that question she, as truthfully as she could she, to make that kid understand. Yes, that's what I love about her. She will answer it with all the honesty, right. but she does it in a way that does not terrify you. Right. So I would thank I, you, Miss Amanda. I'll have to yeah, look at that. It was very good. Um, some of the history part, and I love history. Yes. I will say some of it went on a little too long for me. Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it was a great read, very informative. So if you just want to learn something more about that specific, you know, side of things, because yes. I honestly just didn't know a whole lot about it. And I was curious. Yeah. And that's why I love books, because they help us answer questions. Yes. Um, but <laughs> Smoke Gets in Your Eyes and Other Lessons from the Crematory by Caitlin Dowdy. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, we have went over our time limit, Miss Amanda. Well. Are you, do you have anything else to share? Are you good? I am good. I am good. All right. Well, on our next episode, we'll talk more about programs, uh, library yes. happenings, and of course, summer the books reading. that we're reading. Summer reading is coming, <gasps> coming soon. But we'll talk more about that on the next episode. So until then, we will see you among the stacks. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.